Welcome to the YDT Summit, the show where we interview the professionals, grab the best knowledge we can to equip you so you can go into the dance industry with confidence. Enjoy. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the summit. Today I'm here with Bar. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. <laughs> um, for anyone that's not sort of come across you before, do you mind giving a bit of background, sort of what your journey's been up to here? Yeah, so uh, my name is Barg Roisman. I'm a Cambridge-based dancer, choreographer and writer. And I trained at Dancey Centre for Advanced Training. And then I went on to the Northern School of Contemporary Dance in Leeds. And now I'm here working um, as mostly a choreographer, creating my own work with my new dance company called Sababako. Nice. Um, so you kind of started your company up whilst you were still in training, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Um, how was that process? Like what sort of motivated you to start that up? So I discovered very early on that I really love making my own work and mm. that I loved being uh, on the outside and seeing um, my vision come to life. So in my third year, um, I got a group of amazing women who inspired me uh, and amazing performers uh, in my year, so my cohort, and I made a work with them. And I, I just put them under this Sababa name uh, and, and it started from there. And now it's developed uh, into, um, yeah, into a company where I hope will be my child for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, what were sort of the biggest biggest struggles you faced starting out? I think discovering all the background work that goes into mm. starting a company and starting um, this journey, because you go into the into the studio and it's great, and you create the work that you want and that you love, and that it's been in your head for so long, and mm. um, and then you start to you realize that you need to market yourself and produce yourself and and uh, make all these connections and to really find your way and up until then I wanted to be a full-time dancer and yeah. I knew that I loved making work but I never imagined myself in this uh, in this choreographic journey um, mm. at its fullest so yeah discovering all the background work that goes into it yeah definitely um do you find you're, you've had to sort of take a further step back than you would have thought to sort of allow yourself to take on that choreogra choreographic role as well as managing everything else? Yeah, definitely. I think it. there was a moment um, in my life where I went, okay, I'm going to do this choreographic journey and choreographic mm. thing. And uh, I can still be the dancer, I can still be the writer, but uh, going to the choreographic role is a big role. So it... Um, it was definitely, yeah, definitely a step in a different direction. Yeah. An exciting direction. Nice. Are you still sort of um, solely running the company or have you brought in any team members or anything? So at the moment, I do all the administrative things on my own. Uh, but now I'm working with a fantastic composer called Milo McKinnon. And he's based in London. And I'm also working with a fab fabulous woman uh, called <laughs> Abigail Holt who I trained with at Northern School and she's been doing my lighting design so far. Nice. Um, 
so obviously everything was going great and then COVID hit everyone yeah. <laughs> last year luckily last year we can say that now um yeah. how did you sort of keep creatively inspired and keep busy during that time um so I had I had a lot of choreographic ideas in my head already that I was really wanting to pursue mm. and start working on so I just I tried to I stayed in contact with my dancers and we kept speaking and we kept chatting about these ideas and concepts and we started to work online and at the moment uh, I've just had a week of R&D online with uh, my my dance company coming to a new work and also last July I managed to uh, go to Sweden for a three-week residency uh, with um, another dancer that I was working with Matilda Biadam who Mm. I also trained with at Northern School and so I've I've tried to keep working even though I can't do it in person and see those people in, in face to face mm. and to even if it's just a research period and R&D we're still working towards something that will hopefully be a full work once this is all over. Yeah nice um, how did you find sort of leading research when you're not together um, did it feel a bit weird not being able to sort of be there and conjuring it up? Yeah, it felt strange at first because I I really like to be there with my dancers and be very close to them in proximity and mm. to be able to um, help them find a certain feeling or emotion or physicality. And, and I also like to move myself, but to yeah. do it online is a whole different process, mm. making sure they can also hear my voice, but also hear the music and the atmosphere and feel the atmosphere. So it's been a real um, learning curve and also to try and give them an experience where they don't necessarily feel like they're online and they yeah. still feel like they're in a movement process mm. um, has definitely, yeah, has definitely been, been <laughs> a strange experience, but also really exciting to know that that's possible. Yeah, definitely. Um, have you found anything sort of new or different that you wouldn't expect would come up that sort of has arisen out of, you not being with the, your dancers yeah I feel that I almost when I work with them now I I take a lot more time to delve into a certain section of a work or mm -hmm. um a certain moment and and I don't know if it's I think it's this time where yeah. this time of reflection this time of pause and it's it's allowed me to take more time in those moments to actually really delve into what the meaning of a of the piece is or just a mm -hmm. single moment um yeah time i think is, <laughs> is something that it's given me <laughs> not to yeah. rush to yeah give things yeah nice um if you could go back um and talk to yourself before you started up a company um, would you warn yourself of anything that you would need to think about beforehand? Oh, that's a very good question. <laughs> um, I'd probably say, um, oh, take a marketing and producing class before. <laughs> um, it was, I took, I took my first marketing and producing um, workshop at the Resolution Festival, which was mm. uh, part of the programme. And I realized that I'd missed out on so much information. Um, yeah. And I'm glad and I'm so lucky and I'm so grateful that it came at that time. And that was such a great program and it gave me so much and I learned so much. 
um but yeah, I would have I would have uh, maybe delved into it sooner to be uh mm -hmm. prepared. Yeah. <laughs> um because I feel a lot of dancers that um come out of education, I feel especially like freelance or um starting a company, um there's a large sort of gap there um between graduating and sort of having a life to stand on. Um would you have any advice specifically sort of in the sense of marketing of how to sort of get around and get noticed a bit um i would say go to go to all the workshops that you want to go to meet those people uh even talks go to talks even mm. if you're not going to move um and also go to places that you don't think you might like or go to events that you don't think you might enjoy because you never know who you might meet um and and be 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 present i think it's very important to be present and um and to meet all these people and don't um yeah just go i think just go for it and to just if you see something that you think is going to be really interesting don't think of why you wouldn't go just go hmm. because um you have nothing to lose really so Hi. Yeah. <laughs> um, lastly, sort of taking a jump back a little bit, um, obviously you've gone primarily online because, I mean, there's not been any other choice. Um, sort of what, do you have any sort of new processes in place um, that you would use during like a R&D process or just a choreographic process um, that you sort of use more specifically online than you would have used in the studio? Um. I I have to say I've kept um I've kept a lot of the original ways of how I would work in a studio. I haven't changed anything in the way that I um lead my dancers through a journey or I warm them up or um I've tried to keep it as as similar and authentic as I can. Mm -hmm. Uh the only thing that I've I've now the new thing that's come up is how how close are they to the camera to me and how close am i yeah. um and i'm i'm always trying to be more aware of how that's going to be for them and at what point is it more useful and more um uh or depending on the atmosphere and um, more useful to be closer to each other in the camera as if they were together um mm -hmm. and further away and to also give them time to observe each other as they normally would be able to um, and now being on the camera, you can't really see, mm. see people as close up. Um, but I've tried to keep the way that I work as um, as it would be. Um, nice. It's shifted in some way, but it's still yeah. the same process. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming on today. If people want to keep up with what you're doing and follow you, where should they go to do that? Uh, so they can go to my website, www.sababacompany.co.uk or my Instagram at bar.groisman. Nice. Well, thank you very much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. <laughs>